0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And hey, Randy Cash over there. Hey. <laughs> I think that's like the subtitle of our show. It
1: absolutely Therapy should Therapy Thoughts be. with
0: Lindsay. Hey, Randy Cash over there. I
1: love attention.
0: Right. <laughs> Boy, do I. Right. So, actually, I mean, technically, this is the 14th episode, like if we're going in like chronological order, but it's actually only the 13th time you and I are recording. I, um... Played my segment from one of my In the Know with Jay Kanzler and Ray Hartman segments last week. Nice. Did you miss me? I did. Aww. I did. No, I had to kind of plug that one in there. For those of you who don't know, in addition to the podcast that I do each week, I am part of In the Know on KTRS 550 AM here in St. Louis. And I'm on there with Jay Kanzler and Ray Hartman, and we just... Did a bit of a segment last week where I, I smushed it together and brought it into the therapy thoughts world. But now we're back with Randy Cash over there.
1: So you pulled the Randy Cash. You made it all about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. I just I just Xed you out for a week. Yeah, but right now, on, now we're That's back with Randy Cash over there
1: what i do it's all about me man and it's all about you sometimes people can get theirs while i'm getting mine but yeah you know, it's all about me
0: so i guess technically it's the 14th episode of therapy thoughts with Lindsay, but the 13th that you're a part of so right. there you go have you been
1: i've been good i have been um very grateful for myself and making everything about me and oh, i've devoted goodness. the gratitude challenge thingy to everything being about me and how happy <laughs> and grateful i, I am for I that.
0: That's exactly what I intended, but um, I am pretty happy. I I have to look at my current numbers, but I had, I think, 25 people sign up for the 28 Days of Gratitude Challenge. So from today um, on, we're like basically at the end of week three. Tomorrow starts uh, week four of the 28-day challenge, so that's four weeks, right? And it has been a really awesome experience. Not only have I gotten to work out my own technical difficulties with learning how to use an email campaign service which right. was a whole lot more work than i realized but it's actually kind of rewarding cuz then i look at it i'm like hey look i created that yay That's awesome. but no it's kind of cool so week 1 was devoted to a really deep dive into sort of the introspective work of gratitude that it is the mindful conscious practice of recognizing whatever good and sort of positive things exist no matter how dire the circumstances no matter no matter hmm. no matter how difficult something may seem no matter how I guess, bad, it might be on, like, the surface. It's sort of a deep dig into, well, what is good about you, about your life, about the processes you're going through, whatever. So, week one, I think I really threw a lot at people, and I had some people go, like, wow, you are just, like, really making us go deep, right? So then week two, we kind of went a little bit more lighthearted and we're kind of doing more of like a mindfulness gratitude. Um, I actually went live one day on Facebook because I threw a bonus activity in there. Have you ever Ooh, like, like
1: bonus work?
0: Yeah, right. Bonus work. Have you ever eaten unseasoned, like canned food? Just like, I don't know, like you're warming up some green beans and you're like, oh, I wonder what they taste like before I cook them. Oh,
1: absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, <laughs> I made the uh, single dad tuna helper thingy and yeah? I put last week and I put. Canned peas in there because sure. I like them. And yeah, I eat them. I eat some of them while they're, the rest of them are cooking. Right? So from the, the can. Right. They're so
0: they're not so delicious without the seasoning. I got to be honest. My Louisiana fun. self did, did not enjoy it. Well, I was doing some research about gratitude and discovered this uh, professor that has his students do this. And I'm like, oh, I have to use this in the gratitude challenge. So what I was what I instructed people to do was to either open a can of black beans or garbanzo beans or green beans or english peas or whatever the the bean or canned food of your choice is but the instructions were to not heat it up and to not season it and to take a big old bite and just be aware from a mindful perspective about what it's like like what do you take for granted did it make you grateful for seasoning when you took a big bite of beans that weren't seasoned and that kind of idea that sometimes we get kind of the the first world kind of mindset, you know, that we get used to all of the things that we have. So I actually went live on Facebook and um, ate a big bite of garbanzo beans with no seasoning. It was like eating, like, unflavored, mushy wetness. It was not ideal.
1: (laughs) It was like, yeah, wet, mushed up cardboard.
0: Pretty much, yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my Louisiana self is like, I, I season everything. And so it was a really, you know, I I use me on me. I don't ask people to do things that I'm not willing to do. Mm -hmm. But the thing about the challenge, so I said, you know, I I set it up in a way so that no matter what day you start, like if you went on to uh, my website right now, LindsayWalden.com, and you went to the Gratitude Challenge tab, you can sign up. And starting today, you'll get one email. And then for 28 days, you will get a different email prompt from me every day with a variety of gratitude practices or prompts or activities or things that you can try out. The idea is to try and expose you to as many different types of way to practice gratitude as possible, So that at the end of the 28 days, not only have you been consistent for a significant period of time in your life, but you can kind of go back and be like, huh, what have these worked for me? What have these gave me a feeling of, you know, appreciation in my life and which ones didn't I love so much? I know that not everything is for every person, but then it sort of helps you sort of jumpstart your gratitude practice.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's kind of fun. So, Lindsay made it? a
1: Facebook live video and I was like, I'm grateful for salt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I was yeah. kind of thinking it. My uh, my girlfriend was in the other room when I was doing the video and she's cracking up laughing at me because she hears me going like, nah. oh, they're like mushy. Ugh. Like, this is not ideal. <laughs> she thought yeah. that was hilarious. But yeah, so I really do hope people will continue to sign up. It's an ongoing thing. The practice of gratitude. It's an incredibly powerful tool. Um. Just keeping a gratitude journal for 21 days can start to rewire some of the happiness centers in your brain. And it's one of those things that when I was at some of my lowest points, I wish that I had known about the whole practice of gratitude then. But once I discovered it, it really helped me to sort of, I don't know, expedite my my healing or my own internal
1: processes. So yeah, absolutely. you're not
0: going to hear me shut up about it, and even it- though... We're still in the midst of the gratitude challenge. I will continue to talk about it once it's over.
1: And it rubs off on people too, mm-hmm. you know. Like, okay, I took a train recently. Yeah. Um, a few hours south, and my train was delayed like three hours. Right. right? So I was sitting in a the cafe, a the little crappy cafe, having mm-hmm. some coffee, and this one dude, he was going down on the same train, and he was not as mellow and calm about the situation. <laughs> he was not as okay I with was. it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely not okay with it. And he he was very verbal about his displeasure with the situation. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he was unable to get the sandwich that he or something that he wanted from the Dell, and he was yelling and cursing about how he has this big bag of red hot riplets and he needs something to eat with it. <laughs> and I was like, well hey Dude, look, because I'm always in a good mood. I try to stay you calm really in the yeah, situation, yeah. make everybody happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, I like to diffuse things. And so I was like, hey, I, I got this like really big muffin here that I just bought this chocolate. And I was like, dude, I love Red Hot Ripplets. So I'll like, tell you what, I'll trade you half of my chocolate muffin dude, for like two really big handfuls of Red Hot Ripplets. Yeah. He Did he like, do it? He was like, yeah, man, that looks delicious. I think I'll have half of that. And we traded that's awesome. Red Hot Ripplets for uh, chocolate muffins. Muffin, oh, and, my um, goodness. Yeah, then That's he was awesome, happy, then Randy. he was in a good mood. Yeah, so I, I'm so about making it about me, because oh I wanted those red-hot riplets really badly <laughs> that I shared my chocolate muffin, and he became happy, too.
0: Right, so See? you, I mean, and I don't want to suggest that gratitude is not a, you know, a self reflective process because it is but that is funny and you do love those red hot ripplets you know they actually make the seasoning now that you can just get
1: i've never bought it though i
0: see it in stores and i think about you i'm like oh my gosh randy cash that and what else did you used to eat all the time that and those oh the the halloween blueberry cereals and all of that your count chocula Those things crack me up every time nope. I see them. But yeah, so the, the idea is just trying to help people sort of figure out what it would be like for them to develop practices in their life that make them happy. Yeah. That elevate the mindset.
1: Yeah. It starts with you, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. It does. I try to be as positive about things as I can. Yeah? Yep.
0: Good. Good for you. And
1: like I said, it rubs off on people. That mm-hmm. makes things better. Well
0: you know this time of year so like Thanksgiving is next Thursday and you know the whole idea is that we already do a lot of reflective thinking about what we're grateful for but the holidays also have a tendency to bring up a lot of maybe less than pleasant feelings that can kind of get in the way so I I think it is it's a mixed bag of stuff and that's what I mean when I say trying to find what is good about a situation in spite of whatever the negativity might be it's a process
1: Yeah, the holidays are something. I'm grateful that my family, my immediate family, we're all really tight, and Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily have a big gathering so much anymore. But
0: Right. Yeah, but you love them, and you know they're out there. Yeah, you know, all of my family's in Louisiana for the most part. Some are in Texas. They're kind of all over the country, really. But, you know, it it is difficult sometimes to, you know, spend the holidays without the people that you care Mm -hmm. about the most or that you love the most. I do like the fact that the technological world that we live in allows us to stay so to stay so connected to those that we love and care about. I, I was reading some interesting articles this week that were talking about, you know, are we too connected to our technology in a way that is making us disconnected from the actual human like component of life? I think it's a balance
1: uh one hundred percent, I think, yes, that's it, I don't even want to get into my stuff on that because it goes deep. <laughs>
0: Randy because, goes real deep with yeah. it, well, okay, we'll keep it high least, level for I today say but... all the
1: time, like mm-hmm. you with the social media like I'm really sorry, I don't yeah i'm I'm really bad at it. I stay off of it because mm-hmm. it, I sit here i'm this is how I'm a hypocrite because hey okay. hey you got you gotta follow us on social media here, come on, we're doing a right, podcast, right. but I don't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much I do a little bit, but because for me personally, too much of that's just not good for my overall happiness. So I stay away right. from it.
0: Well, there, there's personally. a difference between using something for connection uh-huh. and then actually using it as a way to stay disconnected or to yep. numb yourself to your reality, yep. you know, and if all you're doing and you're going to probably hear me talk about this on a variety of ways throughout multiple shows. Is if all you're doing is kind of on like a social media platform, and you're just scrolling, and you're looking at someone's highlight reel, or you're looking at all of the negativity that wants to be spread around, because some people get really in that loop. You know, when you yeah. start to complain, I just hiccuped. Excuse me. When you start to <laughs> complain, you're welcome. Keeping it real, right? Um, I coughed. Right. We're just keeping it all authentic and real today. When you start to complain, you start to set up a negative loop in your mind that sort of looks for the complaint as actually like a... I don't know, like a like a oomph to keep going. It's yeah. almost like it, it reinforces itself. So if all you're doing is looking at all of the negativity, and I'm not making this about politics, but like right now there's a bunch of people that have very polarized views about the political situation yeah. that we're in right now, they stay very stuck in that mindset, and there's not a lot of even compassion or understanding of where the other people are coming from. We don't all have to agree. And I have said for years, if we all agreed on everything... The world would actually be quite boring, but I do think from time to time... Because of the anonymity that the you know the screens give yes. us, because of the fact that we can sit there with a text-based communication medium and say whatever we want, yell and scream and type in all caps and you know share a gif or a gif however you say it and you know that that, that reinforces our opinion, what we don't realize is that by doing that we, we very well may be you know at odds with someone who we do care about or mm-hmm. that cares about us and, and it might be actually like, aiding the disconnection. So there's a lot of, I think, research being done on is social media or is technology a bad thing? And I think the easy answer is no, it's not a bad thing, but it can be used for bad reasons.
1: Yeah, there's a way to, you know, I don't you know, not all conspiracy ish, but ways mm-hmm. for people to manipulate that in ways that's profitable. And it's not necessarily good for people.
0: Yeah. Right, right. And I think, you know, You've so when avoid we- that. You absolutely do. And when you, when you think about the whole process of numbing versus self care, what I mean is that if you sit down and you open your phone up and you check in with a few friends of yours and you send a couple of messages of, Hey, how are you? Okay, that would be an example of self care and doing some things to cultivate the relationships in your life. If you sit there for three hours and you scroll and you get more and more upset and then you want to, you know, respond to everybody with negative and hatefulness because you're so worked up, that would probably be an example of it not helping your cognition and potentially numbing you to your own reality. I, I read an interesting quote that said um, something to the effect of we are the most connected, lonely people mm-hmm. of any generation. And I do believe that that is a truth. It's sad. It's a sad truth. But I, I do think there's a lot of truth to it. So my whole thing is how can I use social media in a way to spread positivity? If you go to my Lindsay Walden consulting page – You can actually see where like every day I share a positive, motivational or inspirational quote or I share information about some of the fun challenges I have going on or groups that I've got happening or, you know, just ways to try and spread some positivity. Somebody said, don't you feel like you're fighting a losing battle? And I'm like, well, not really, because I feel like I'm trying to spread as much positivity into this very negative world as I
1: can. You just do little things. Okay, yes. I, social media, mm-hmm. I, every morning when I'm mm-hmm. having coffee, I wish everybody happy birthday. If it's your birthday oh, on like Facebook, it. I just go, I wish people a happy birthday every day. Even if I'm busy, I'll make sure I go back if I missed it a day and mm-hmm. wish you happy birthday. Sure. But it's just little things, man, to, mm-hmm. to focus on to keep yourself positive and to spread positive things to other people, man. Yeah. You don't have to make this big, huge campaign about it. Absolutely. No offense. But, no, no. Yeah, I sometimes know. it's just the it's little a things, sense. but those mm-hmm. little things also are are just enough if they're. Ca- consistent enough you know Mm -hmm. to keep you going keep you in a good mood
0: absolutely and no no offense taken i think my whole reason for starting the campaigns is that i feel like there is so much negativity that i'm gonna just like force the positivity on people (laughs) i am taking the positive force no but you ever see that um that image of the care bears where like (laughs) they're all like glowing their bellies you know Mm -hmm. and they're like i'm sending all of the positive vibes like that's what i envision myself doing my whole my little care bear collection but
1: yeah. You help people understand that sometimes you got some red hot ripplets and you <laughs> might just want to share them with the guy that's got the chocolate muffin, you know? You
0: probably really made his day. I, I totally d- made his yeah, day. He I made mean, my
1: day too, though, man. We sat right. and talked, you know, and had a it's good a time. It's a mutually and, beneficial and
0: thing. I love and, it. Yeah, this me, story makes did, me I happy. Like, I
1: do comedy and I told him some stupid jokes that I don't <laughs> do on stage. Like,
0: right? Um, and he was amused.
1: Yeah, I told him I was like I was driving in the car not long ago with my with one of my daughters, and mm-hmm. um, she's like, "Dude, can you hand me you have any Kleenex or napkins or something? I got to sneeze." And I gave like a napkin, and she sneezed, and she opened up and said, "Look, Dad, looks like boogers, but it's not."
0: <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> so, well, so it's to so tell silly, him but silly, funny. Silly gross
1: dad jokes. He was yeah. like, "Tell me some dad jokes." Dad jokes. Like, that's funny. That was my dad joke.
0: That is your dad joke. Why did I do
1: that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to tell my dad a joke.
0: <laughs> no, see, I, that's the other thing, is that the reason that Ugh. we don't overly edit this show or that we don't cut things out is because I want people to see that there is realness. I think that's what I mean when I say we live in this uber-filtered society where it's like everything goes through the highlight reel, and that is not the way we build connection. We build connection through what's real, through what's authentic, and through just being able to see someone as they are, where they are, and just no meet them there and not Yay. expect them to be anything other than that
1: i've been real lately and really authentic and mm-hmm. i've been just saying a lot of dumb things because that filter in my head <laughs> like, don't say that that's stupid man just, <laughs> just shut up and, like See, right now
0: Yeah, but you know, I mean, I think that's one of those things. Like, sometimes maybe we do listen to that filter that says, is this the right thing to say at this very moment? Mm -hmm. And other times, maybe it's okay to just say it because we're all in that same boat. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't overthink their own stuff. And a lot of times we feel very alone and we will self isolate and make ourselves sort of second guess. Well, should I say this? Should I say that? Maybe Mm -hmm. this is crazy. Maybe this is silly. Maybe I shouldn't even go there. But the reality is, if we could stop overthinking it and just act it actually does build connection I have a lot of people that tell me they're like I love listening to you and Randy Uh, y'all crack us uh, up So, hey, yeah. you know, people like our realness. I don't know what to tell you.
1: The problem with me is I'll get that one, yeah, okay, you can say that was fine, and then I'll keep going, and eventually I'll go too far and say <laughs> something stupid. There's
0: the line. Randy crossed uh, Yeah. I yeah. got gotcha. you. All right. Well, I think we are coming to the end of our show today. Next week, we're going to have kind of an abbreviated quick little snippet of stuff, because I'm going to be traveling, but we will be back next week on Thanksgiving to speak briefly about, you know, some lovely things giving things. How can people find you, Randy Cash, on that social media that you're not on all the time?
1: I just don't dive deep into it, man. It's right? got to be a slow burn for me. our okay. uh, At rcashcomedy on Instagram. That's the easiest way to do it. Let's Fabulous. keep it simple.
0: Yeah. I do. Uh, I'll send Randy a message after I like post something. Hey, Randy, I tagged you on Instagram. Then, like, three days later, I get like a, okay, Uh (laughs) reshared or reposted. You can find everything that I've got going on at my website, lindsaywalden.com. On there, there are links to the gratitude challenge. There's a whole page devoted to the podcast, a whole page devoted to the blog that I write on a weekly basis. You can access all of my info there. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me. Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting or on Instagram at this is Lindsay Walden. You can also find me on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts and I would love to connect with you. Until next week, keep everything thankful in your life and we'll be back on Thanksgiving.